Welcome to The Inner Athlete. This is episode number 14. And today's episode is being recorded on the week of Thanksgiving. And so I thought it would be very appropriate to start to talk about troubleshooting things like social gatherings, dinner parties, um, drinking alcohol, all of those kinds of things that are going to be confronted, that we're going to be confronting this holiday season. Whether you celebrate Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, or none of them, I feel like you can all get some value out of this podcast. Because even if you're not facing them now, chances are down the road, you're going to have some type of a vacation, some type of a celebration where you will need to use these strategies. So I feel like the holiday season can be a great time for you guys to make a lot of success uh, in your habits and, and your mindset around nutrition, around your goals and all of that kinds of stuff. So before we get started, if you are finding any value in this podcast, please feel free to shoot me a message on social media, either Facebook, Instagram, or in my email. I look forward to connecting with you guys. If you are liking this and you do find value in it, please also subscribe on either Apple, iTunes, Spotify, or whatever other platform you're listening to this on. And if you know somebody else that could get some value out of this podcast, please share it with them. And I would love to hear, you know, obviously from you and or from them. So without further ado, let's dive right in. So this week we've got Thanksgiving. Uh, so Thanksgiving for a lot of people is a time when we're going to be celebrating, you know, a meal with loved ones, with family. And obviously uh, it's notorious for being the day that people will starve themselves all day to literally gorge themselves at night. And so uh, I feel like, you know, the first thing that I wanted to kind of talk about is is kind of the mindset around nutrition with holidays and stuff like that, right? So and there's really a couple of things on my mind about this is in one end, I don't want to be the coach that's like, don't enjoy your holiday. Don't eat that. Don't do this. Don't do that. I also don't want to be the coach that's telling you that, you know, you can have whatever you want and you can stuff yourself full. I kind of think that they're both wrong. And I almost feel guilty saying that because I do think that you know, for some people, you know, they might be like, eat until you're full, eat until you're stuffed. And, and, and that should be okay for one or two days. And as much as I know that that's not going to do any like serious detrimental, uh, harm to your body, if it happens once or twice a year, um, or even to your results, cause I know that it's really hard to, if that's happening every day, it's different, but if it's happening once or twice, it's not that big of a deal. But I think the difference is, is I think that both mentalities, either to stuff yourself so full or to not eat anything at all, leads to these extremes and a very unhealthy relationship with our nutrition. At the end of the day, my rule of thumb as a coach is have what you want, leave what you don't. So as we navigate the first holiday of the season, Thanksgiving, that's what I want you guys to think about. You don't have to leave the dinner table with your pants unbuttoned, feeling so disgusted in yourself that you know that you're waking up the next morning to go hit the gym for two hours, watching what your step counter says and or how many calories you burn in that workout. Or maybe you're setting your Thanksgiving up for success by doing that ahead of time. Either way, I don't think that that's what you need. In fact, I think it's the opposite. I think what you do need is to understand that all of that food is readily available to you most times of the year. We don't live in a time when harvesting specific foods is, is like the only time that we're going to be able to eat them. Now, Aunt Sally's special homemade, you know, cranberry stuffing 
might be something you only have once a year. So yeah, maybe you are having a little bit of that, maybe a little bit too much of it, but it shouldn't be, I need to go back for seconds and thirds on a plate just because it's there, you know, because I feel like that habit is, is something that does create a very negative effect or I'm sorry, negative uh, mindset around nutrition. And people that do that tend to do it, not just on Thanksgiving, but other times of the year. So I'd rather people find that healthy balance between I'm having enough, I'm eating till I'm satisfied, I enjoyed what I wanted, and I'm good. So as I kind of already started to talk about mindset and stuff like that, let's go ahead and start by just diving into the mental aspect of what we're about to experience is you've got a bunch of different, you know, ways to approach your holiday season. And a couple of the most common ones is going to be the one that's the typical, you know, yo-yo dieter and or the person that's always trying to lose weight. Um, and they can't seem to figure out why they're not getting anywhere. And this time of year comes up and they're like, man, there's just too much stuff going on. I'm confronted with too many things. I just can't stick to this right now. So they're like, I'm just going to put this on the back burner for now and I'll get started again after the holidays are over. Once life gets back to normalcy, that's when I'm going to get started. And that same person does that over and over again, not just in the holiday season, but also when COVID hit or when they're confronted with a busy work project, or, you know, when all of a sudden they injure their foot and they can't go to the gym, they're always looking for an excuse to not do the work. And I say that with compassion and empathy, not with any kind of conviction, because it is a very hard process to change habits, to practice willpower, to practice commitment, all of those things is hard when it comes to nutrition, when you are constantly being confronted with issue, with situations where things that are, are going to be around you are going to be tasty and, you know, they're going to give you some level of, you know, dopamine or serotonin, you know, all of those things, right? I don't need to get into the science of it all, but, you know, all of those things are all around us and it's really easy not to want to give in. And so in a way, it's easier to say like, I'm just too busy right now. I'm going to give in and have what I want because... I, I just can't focus on this right now. And I also think that that person has a very unrealistic idea of what it takes to actually see results. So I think that that person is convinced that they have to have this system that's so perfect and everything's in line and they're only eating specific foods and, and this and that they have this system that they have in their mind of what it's going to look like for them to finally be able to see results. And guys, that loss is effing messy. Excuse my language. It's freaking messy. Like there is no system that can predict how quickly you're going to see it happen. There is no system or plan that's going to stop all of the things that are going to derail you, all of the little pitfalls you're going to hit. There's just not, there's not a system in anything in life that we do, whether it be fat loss related, whether it be athletically, all of those things, there's always going to be something in your way. So if you're looking for that system that's bringing you this level of like calm in the process, like you're looking for the wrong system. It just does not exist. So the other mindset and the one that I want you guys to think about is that person that just is completely oblivious and they might have this goal in their head, but like they're not really willing to change it yet. And, and they don't really think now's the time. So maybe they are looking ahead at the new year and maybe they haven't started any kind of a fitness journey yet, but they're like, the new year's coming. So I'm going to kind of 
look at that as my reset or, or my, my start, my fresh start. I'm going to change who I am on that first of the month or that first of the year. And so they're actually like looking at now as the time to indulge because come that day, they're going to start everything over. And then you've got the person that is, they're the fitness enthusiast, right? They're like, they're actually pretty good with their nutrition. They're kind of dialed in. Um, but like, they're just not really sure, you know, what they need to be focusing on right now or how to enjoy their holidays and still stick to their routine. They're kind of somewhere in the middle and, and maybe they are kind of in between those two. Like they, they know that they need to pick it up a little bit, like the person that's done nothing, but they're not really ready to start that yet. And they're also maybe have been a dieter in the past and, and they're just trying to hold on for dear life to their current routine. I actually think that person's a pretty good place to be in because I think that they understand that there's not, there's not a system that's perfect. And then they know that there's going to be some mess along the way. Um, so, so those are kind of a couple of the different personalities. The personality that I want you guys to think about is that, that last one I talked about that fitness enthusiast, because that person, they've got an opportunity, a golden opportunity to, to kind of be able to, if, if the dieter and the person that's winning until January 1st to get started can kind of become that fitness enthusiast before they're actually a fitness enthusiast, mentally, they're setting themselves up for success. Because what this holiday season should be about is just making some progress. It's not about any clear-cut system. It's about just making forward progress. And so, you know, as we kind of go into you know, talking about how to get through the holiday season in a very successful way. I want you guys to take that and roll with it is that every day you have an opportunity to make a change. And so you can make a change today to choose to make eggs and toast for breakfast over going to pick up a croissant from Burger King. You know, you can make that change, right? You can, you can make the change from having a sugar loaded coffee to making your own coffee at home and adding a little bit of sweetener to it, right? You can make that change. You can make the change from picking up fast food that's fried to picking up something that maybe has a little bit more micronutrients in it, like some a salad or something like that. You can make those small changes. However, they don't produce the results you're looking for right now. And that's what gets so hard this time of year is that because people aren't getting the results they want now, they don't think anything's working. Where in fact, I know that six weeks of you making those small habit changes is going to set you up for success to be super steadfast come January 1st. Because when everything else is back to normal again, and you've already built up those habits, now it's just kind of streamlining things. It's ironing out the little details. So I'm going to talk first in this podcast about, I have to write this down. Okay. I, like I told you guys, I always write, I always do this very raw. Um, okay. So first I'm going to start by talking about how to navigate the holiday season and still see results. So this is going to be for those of you guys that are like already in your fitness journey um, and you're already in your nutrition journey and you're kind of like, oh my God, am I going to be able to stay on track? And you're feeling this little level of overwhelm and stress. And like, you don't want to lose sight of your goals, but like, you also know that there's going to be so many things coming up that are just going to completely, you know, want to mess with your system. Right. So the number one tip I'm going to give you is accountability. 
you've got to have accountability. And if you can't keep yourself accountable, you need to find somebody else too. Whether it is a coach, whether it is a, a workout buddy, whether it is a loved one, somebody that you know is not going to let you, you know, they're the, somebody that's going to call you on your bullshit for lack of better terms. Somebody that's going to be able to say, Hey, like you're not doing what you need to be doing right now. So like, what do we have to do to fix that? And somebody to tell you, you know, and call you on your excuses, you know, I'm too busy to meal prep. Okay. Well, why couldn't you pick grilled chicken? Why did you pick the fried chicken? You know, things like that, that are going to help you really be able to say, all right, I know I'm committed. The other thing about the accountability is like, if you know, you have somebody that's going to be, you know, checking in on you or waiting for you to be at the gym with them, it makes it a lot harder for you to not do the work. When you don't have that level of accountability, it makes it a lot easier for you because nobody else is relying on you and there's no loss on your end. So accountability is going to be number one. That is not a plug for coaching, but I'm going to tell you right now, if there's a time of year when people need a coach, it's when they need accountability. Uh, another step is, and this is the next step is, is sticking to your routine. So your normal day to day should stay your normal day to day. Whatever you normally do, whether it's meal prepping, whether it's, um, you know, like going to bed at a certain time, your gym routine, your work routine, as much as you can stick to your routine. The only thing that's going to change is maybe once or twice a week, you're going to have a couple of meals where maybe you've been a little bit off track of your normal routine because you've had a social gathering and, but everything else should stay the same. If you're getting hung up on the results, that's going to be very difficult for you because you're going to be constantly trying to assess if what you're doing, if the effort you're putting in is giving you the results you want. And I'm going to tell you hands down, you might not notice it right now, but it is. If you're sticking to your routine 90% of the time, that 10% is not going to do you any damage. However, if you continue to try and play this game with yourself, you're going to constantly be trying to get back on track, back on track, back on track before you're telling yourself, F it all, I'm waiting until January 1st. So stick to your routine as much as you can. Another tip I'm going to give you guys is to prioritize your movement. So if you are more busy this holiday season and getting into the gym more frequently becomes difficult, maybe you are working on getting more steps throughout the day. Maybe you are working on just being more active throughout your day. Maybe you're getting a standing desk or you're walking around the office a little bit more, whatever it is, but just trying to prioritize more movement. And with that being said, both sticking to your routine and movement um, is going to segue into the next tip, which is progress over perfection. So if you normally do a 90 minute to two hour session in the gym, but you only got 30 minutes, do 30 minutes. It doesn't have to be perfect. If you can't make it to the gym because the gym has holiday hours and it doesn't line up with your schedule, do something at home. It doesn't have to be perfect. If you don't have time to meal prep, it's not just eat out all week. It's pick up stuff that's already prepped. Pick up some pre-made chicken. Pick up some boiling bag rice. Pick up some things that are going to make it easier for you. Pick up some deli turkey. Pick up some whole grain bread, whatever it is. Pick up some pre-bagged salads. Like make it easy for yourself. Don't look for perfection. So as we kind of go into this a little bit further, um, kind of navigating what is going to be the biggest deterrent from your goals this, this holiday season is going to be all of the holiday gatherings, all of the social gatherings that are going to come up. And the best tip that I have for you for this is to make sure that you're planning ahead. There's absolutely nothing wrong with planning ahead. So it is Sunday now. If you typically have a higher calorie day on Sundays, 
Maybe you skip that high calorie day today because you know Thanksgiving is coming and you're going to have that higher calorie day on Thursday. Along with that, let's just say maybe you know that you're going on vacation in two weeks. So maybe you're trying to really work on some calorie cycling with your coach and you're prioritizing maybe focusing on a little bit lower calories for two weeks and then a little bit higher calories for two weeks. So it kind of sets you up for success. So making sure that you're planning ahead is huge. This allows you to have control over your nutrition while still enjoying the experience. Will it be a little bit uncomfortable when you're not in the experience of the social gathering? Maybe, because maybe you are, you know, eating a little bit lighter earlier in the day, focusing on more protein and veggies earlier in the day, which might be a little bit more boring because you're saving it up for a, a special meal at night. You know, like that's all fine. There's nothing wrong with that. That's a great mentality to have. At the end of the day, you're balancing out your checkbook. I already kind of talked about this a little bit in the beginning, and, and that's this concept of like having what you want and eating what you don't, right? I'm going to just kind of, re, you know, revert that again is, is if you're doing that at these, at these holiday parties, it also sets you up for success. So if you know that you guys are going to a bar and you know that you are going to have a couple of alcoholic drinks, maybe you are eating ahead of time and you're mo mostly focusing on protein and veggies so that when you get there, you've already got an idea for what kind of a drink you're going to have and you can have that. So those are some of the tips that are going to help you guys um, with navigating those holiday parties. I also talk to my clients a little bit about priority parties. So this is where kind of just what I talked about the eating before you went to the, the bar or grill is priority parties are basically you're going to have, you know, if you have a very social life, right, you might have a work party, you might have a party with your kids, you might have a party with your family, you might have, you know, a cookie party, you might have five or six different parties that week. It doesn't mean you can't go to all of them. It just means know which ones the food needs to be the focus. So if you have a dinner party and you're being served and you have no idea what's going to be there, that's probably going to be more of a priority party for you because you can't control anything. Whereas if you're going to a potluck at noon with your gym and it's just going to be a bunch of people working out and then they're just bringing their own food, maybe you are just bringing your own food and eating that. And maybe you are bringing maybe, or maybe you're bringing a healthy dish to share with everybody else, but you're going to prioritize eating most of that and maybe having a couple of things. That's so important. The last thing I want to kind of talk about as I talk about, you know, this whole holiday season mentality and, and how to stay on track is quality of food and quantity of food. And Quality of food matters, guys. It really does. So like I said, prioritizing micronutrients as much as we can, you know, getting in your fruits, your vegetables, your lean proteins and all of that kinds of stuff. But when it comes to your results, fat loss results, body composition results, even performance results, quantity matters. So if you decide to have, you know, a piece of pumpkin pie that's got 400 calories in it, it's 400 calories. You can get 400 calories from chicken and broccoli. You can get 400 calories from pumpkin pie. One is going to take up a lot less room in your belly and probably not going to make you feel as full, but it's going to taste really amazing. And the other one is probably going to give you more micronutrients, make you feel a little bit more full, but probably is going to be a little bit more boring. And so neither of those is right or wrong. It's just understanding that when it comes to your fat loss results, if you're controlling your calorie intake, that's so important. So for those of you guys that are super tiled, dialed in like I am with your macronutrients, it might be that some of those parties where you can't really control everything doesn't mean you have to just go over on your calories and eat whatever you want. It just might mean that your macronutrients might not be the focus, right? So the amount of protein, carbs, and fats might not be your focus, but just looking at your overall calorie balance.
Well, what if I don't have my food scale? How do I know my portion sizes? Guesstimate. This is once again, for those of you guys that have been doing this for a little while, that's the beauty of having a food scale, right? Because you've spent so much time weighing out portions. You should be pretty good at guesstimating things. You should be pretty good at eyeballing things. And when you want to be safe, if you're trying to really stick to your guns, try and pick things that don't have a lot of ingredients so that you can really see what's in there. You know, so instead of picking like a tuna casserole or green bean casserole with like, I don't know, even that's pretty easy to navigate, but you know what I mean? Like if you're getting like a salad, well, that's pretty healthy, but like a salad with like dried cranberries and pecans and this and that, you just can't really tell anything and you don't know how to, you know, there's, that just might make it more complicated for you. Then keep it simple. You know, at the end of the day, a lot of times what I'll tell people to do is just to go online and find a recipe that looks simple or it looks comparable. So maybe you're having like a holiday Brussels sprout salad with dried cranberries and pecans. You can probably look on Pinterest or on, um, you know, on Google and probably find one comparable with the nutrition facts and log that totally fine. It's also important to look at, you know, like logging food. So I, I, I'm a, I'm a nutrition coach. Obviously you guys know that. Um, but why do I, really how my clients about logging food because logging food is actually food freedom because for those people that I, I work with, a lot of them don't really feel comfortable, um, you know, knowing what to eat, or maybe they don't feel comfortable eating those things that are quote unquote naughty, but logging food becomes food freedom because now you can actually see what you've eaten calorically and know that it's actually going to be okay for your goals. Whereas if you're just, you know, eating blindly, that can leave two things. One is the person that's like completely oblivious to how many calories and things, and they don't understand why they're not seeing results. Or two, that person that, you know, really does want to see results, but they want to be able to enjoy themselves can now do that. So it's, it's kind of a twofold. So I do think that logging your food is important. You know, there's going to be some meals where I'm like, don't worry about logging your food because it just doesn't matter. But once again, if that's just like the 1% of your holiday season, it's not a big deal. So hopefully that gives you guys some insight for those of you guys that have been doing nutrition for a little while. Now, let's just say you're on the fence about starting anything new and you're kind of that person that wants to wait until the end of the year and you want to start, you know, going into 2021 with a fresh slate. And right now you just feel like there's just too much going on to where there's going to be too many distractions. I'm telling you right now, now is the time to start. And here's why. I have a system that I use with all of my clients. And step number one is simply assessing how much food you're currently eating. So getting used to using a tracker, getting used to portion sizes, uh, getting used to, you know, like what it looks like to navigate a, a restaurant menu. All of that stuff can happen right now. And in fact, it's a it's like the prime time for it because one of the biggest issues I find when clients are having a hard time getting the hang of something is that life gets in the way. And they just can't figure out how to make it happen. So now is the prime time for that because now you're given all of these different days of like meals that are not normal, you know, so you're given the opportunity. And so without the pressure of trying to lose weight and just focusing on the habits of like tracking food and, and weighing out portions when you can, all of those things, you're, you're giving yourself less pressure because you know, that come January 1st, now you're going to have all these tools in your back pocket so that when you're ready to go, you're like, you're like on fire. It's kind of like the preliminary. It's, it's the onboarding process, you know, because then the next step is really now you have complete control over, over your results. If you know that you're weighing your food out, you know how to log your food 
and you know, like kind of about how much you're eating. Now we're playing the game of like biofeedback. How are you feeling? How are you performing in the gym? How's your hunger? How's your cravings? And how's your weight loss going? Or how's your performance going in the gym? Now we've got complete control over your results. So I guess I'm going to tell you two things as I end this podcast. One, the gift to those of you guys who are getting ready to go through the holiday season is the gift of knowledge that you can start now. You can start right now in making the right choices and the right steps to set yourself up for success. This is the time to plan. It might not be the time for you to put a lot of unnecessary dietary stress, aka being in a severe calorie deficit, which we will talk about in another podcast anyways, but it might be the time for you just to get an idea of the habits needed to have control over your results come 2021. And for those of you that have been on your fitness journey, and you're finding that you are maybe just not really sure how you're going to stay committed. It's knowing that if you're planning ahead, if you're sticking to your routine, if you're focusing on the progress and the process over the perfectionistic beliefs you have about yourself, now you've got the streamlined action steps you need to be successful for the rest of the year. And for both of you guys, I'm going to leave you with one thing that is going to be most important in whatever aspect of your journey you are on. And that is this, the word motivation. This all comes down to what we're motivated to do. So it's not going to be easy to be motivated to plan ahead. It's not going to be easy to be motivated to do things that make you feel a little bit uncomfortable or anxious or stressed out. But motivation is the one thing in life that is going to come and go like a storm in Florida. It just is inconsistent. You have no control over it. And hands down, the people that are most successful, they act despite lack of motivation. So you have to be an action taker regardless of how you feel. You have to tell yourself that no matter what, like I can do this. And what comes with that is understanding that there is realistic expectations that you need to set for yourself. As I mentioned, the person starting off doesn't need to tell themselves for this next six weeks they're cutting out grains and dairy and, and limiting sugar intake to no more than this much a day. Like they don't need to commit to that. They just need to commit to making habit changes. Vice versa, the person that's been on their fitness journey doesn't need to say, I'm not going to any holiday gatherings. I'm bringing my own food at every holiday gathering. It's troubleshooting the holiday gathering gatherings and understand that the rest of the time is what matters more than the food at those moments. So those two things are very different, but one thing controls both of them. And that is commitment and action over motivation. So as we get into the holiday season and you guys are probably just as fired up as I am to be out of 2020 and into a new year, I want you guys to really look at this. Like it's the time to set yourselves up for success. It is now the time to start planning for what's to come. If you wait till January 1st, you're too late. So start now, start today. If you guys are looking for some help, looking for some guidance, you want to hear from me on what you should be taking action on, please feel free to shoot me a message. I would love to hear from you. And other than that, enjoy your holiday meal this week. I'll talk to you guys next week.